boom, Tyler Sakuda. Uh, we're starting. Hello. <laughs> boom, Tyler Sakuda. <laughs> How's it been? Haven't seen you in a while. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. COVID, everything. Junior year, been a breeze. <laughs> I mean, we can just get yeah. into it. All right, sounds what, good. <laughs> what do you aspire to be as a, a future occupation? Um, uh, as of now, I've been really looking into at least short term, go into college for biology and then go um, probably do surgery, medical field, do the whole med school track and stuff. Yeah. What inspired you to like kind of be this? Um, I mean, <laughs> Weirdly typical as it seems, uh, kind of uh, my parents' track, it was one of the things that kind of helped inspire kind of an exposure at a younger age, really, really got me kind of thinking about this medical track, I think, how I like to. Additionally, just kind of noticing my own little quirks throughout um, growing up and mm-hmm. then going to school. I always really like to help my friends, just even especially like when my friends were injured or um, kind of going to the side, seeing what's happening, kind of knowing. Um, what's really kind of reaffirmed this aspect too was um, taking AP bio last year kind of helped um, and then taking anatomy this year actually is really helping I'm really um, delving into the human body and I'm um, really interested in the class actually mm-hmm. and like your parent both of your parents are doctors right so you've kind of yes. you kind of have a inside view of what it is to be a doctor and how hard it is right can you kind of describe to me how that type of process is because being a doctor is really hard in my opinion and I feel like <laughs> When you're younger, a lot of people say they want to be a doctor, but as they grow older and they realize how hard it actually is, they like kind of shy away. But you've been like I've known for a while, like ever since I met you, that you've wanted to be a doctor and you've actually maintained that instead of changing. Yeah. So can you kind of describe like what it is to be a doctor and like how to get there, or what you yeah, think the track is to get there? Yeah, yeah. So um, the track that I know, at least firstly, and um, who knows if it's changed within the years. Um, <laughs> When I keep hearing is it keeps changing, especially with COVID going on. But um, it's about, I think it depends on what specialty you end up going into. So um, generally um, cranial um, areas, kind of when you're um, operating on the head, you'll be um, more focused for like a good, I think, I want to say like you have 10 extra years of school than you would normally. It's, um, mm-hmm. it really varies depending on your profession. I know um, pediatrics is actually the shortest amount of time, about three years, I think, in residency. Mm-hmm. But um, what I've noticed really is that it's a lot of school, you're going through a lot more school than you would for most other professions, even law school. And I think business, you'd get out far before you would if you're taking, rather than if you're taking a medical route. And additionally, medical isn't just, um, just confined to doing, um, to doing surgery, to doing um, the mm-hmm. typical regular doctor approach. You can go and um, become a nurse, become an RN from that stance, or become a, phys- a PA, which is a physician's assistant, yeah. um, and just go through that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my insight view. It's just a lot of work. And but what's really nice, I think, is what's also drawing me towards it is the fact that you get to kind of be your boss as a surgeon or doctor. You can, you're in charge of a couple other people, and you're more in control of your own schedule, even if you're working within a um, hospital of a larger institution. Mm-hmm. I really like that, the way you, like, worded that, like, that you kind of become your own boss, because, like, nowadays, a lot of people go into, like, corporate jobs, and, like, that's totally okay, but, like, I like how you want to, like, kind of set your own schedule, and, like, as an aspiring doctor, do you have any conspiracies about COVID? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, your parents are in the field, so, like, they got any conspiracies, or they think that, I don't know, like, some Z-packs, 
killed by sunlight. <laughs> Bleach, as Trump has said before. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's nice is like I also was getting um, kind of that um, just bio- biological perspective last year from taking the AP bio course and just kind of seeing like, well, I know this basis and this basis doesn't seem to connect with the fact that you can pour bleach over everything and it'll be all be clean. Uh, uh-huh. But um, yeah, no, I think a lot of those um, kind of conspiracies about um, COVID drinking soap or whatever uh, has mm-hmm. been kind of really unfounded, obviously. Um, yeah. One of the... Um, a lot of things too. I remember I was um, just doing my own research too on like COVID and trying to make sure I'm staying safe. If there's anything I'm doing unsafe um, right now, I'm I'm actually swimming with my club team. Well, I want to I want to make sure mm-hmm. I'm safe because I live with my grandparents and I want to make sure mm-hmm. that they um, don't end up contracting it. They um, they're immunocompromised. Um, yeah. And um, so I was noticing that if certain masks that people are wearing right now technically don't, um, from what I understand based on a study, don't actually help. So when it's a very thin, mm-hmm. like, bandana cover, if you see those people kind of wearing some ski masks that are, like, those, like, thin mm-hmm. materials, those actually, according to some people, might disperse the um, spread a little farther and actually make it worse, mm-hmm. make it smaller, make it easier to, to kind of contract. But otherwise, I haven't found anything that's really, like, mm-hmm. um, any of the conspiracies <laughs> that have spoken to yeah, me. Anything crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I just wanted to pick your uh, brain about <laughs> something like that, especially since it's, like, a very relevant topic. But I mean, you you mentioned swimming earlier. Oh yeah. And I was just wondering, and I also know you do mm-hmm. band, and we'll kind of get into that later. Like, how do you kind of man? How did you manage it personally throughout the years? Because in high school, everything gets pretty hectic, APs, all that stuff. And you're not only in swim, but you're also in band. And for many of you who yeah. don't know, the school that we go to is a pretty prestigious band. They practice on hours on end. So like, how do you kind of manage that? Um. It was. It. <sighs> I, it was difficult at first, I do have to say. I mean, um, I've talked to a lot of friends who also um, have chosen similar ways. I have a lot of friends that do swim, do band as well, actually. Um, but a lot of them have ended up having to choose between the two and make that decision. Uh, I was very fortunate where I, um, I thought about it and I thought about making that choice. And it felt very wrong to make that choice. So then I decided if I can't make that choice, I feel it feels wrong to make that choice. I have to decide, mm-hmm. okay, so if I'm going to continue both these activities throughout high school, how am I going to do it? So I decided to kind of, I have to really budget my time. I don't have any time to slack off during the week, at least back when it was more of a hectic schedule without COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's also where COVID has been a little bit of a blessing. It's um, relaxed my schedule a little bit, but um, yeah. I would have to rush from place to place, make sure I was doing my homework in the car a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of cutting back on all the extracurriculars that you would see a lot of other people do. Um, like, mm-hmm. for example, I um, chose not to do NHS, the National Honor Society at our school, because um, I felt I would not be able to give myself to that much, um, that many hours of service and um, the commitment it takes to get to that club. Um, so I would have to cut back on that because I was dedicating myself to swim and ban. I, um, <laughs> I unfortunately wasn't really like able to get out of my sphere. So most of my... Um, I have a lot of friends that are mainly within like the spheres of swim and band. And then mm-hmm. I've just met people like, um, like you and um, a couple of <laughs> classes, classes and classes. That's only kind of social yeah. interaction I get, which, <laughs> yeah, which does yeah, suck, that's pretty but, tough. Uh, I started to get used to it, getting more comfortable with it. It's really interesting how you talk, kind of talked about the NHS honor society and how that you didn't join because you couldn't fully commit yourself. And I commonly see a lot of people just joining clubs randomly just because like I don't know they want to put it on their college apps but I really like the way that you want to actually fully commit yourself and give yourself to those clubs 
And yeah, obviously it's really hard with swim and band. So I just wanted to say like, I appreciate you for sharing that because I feel like a lot of people just, you know, they just fill up their, this like the, the sheet and it really amounts to nothing because they're not actually yeah. wanting to like pursue any of that and stuff. And I know you also kind of want to do college and or music yeah. in college, yeah. That's interesting, interesting. And what- Yeah, actually, oh. um, funny thing, I kind of, sw- oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go, go, go. <laughs> Okay, um, I kind of switched my train of thought on that. Um, I'm looking into more doing um, swimming college now, actually, as I can, oh. I think I can get a little bit um, better chances <laughs> gaming the system a little <laughs> bit, but um, swimming yeah. college seems like a better venue for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, music seems yeah. a lot more, um, it's a more selective, it's very small, and generally, since you can major in the field of music, you're going to have to be mm-hmm. a music major to do a lot of the programs. That is to say, there are mm-hmm. there are programs that would allow me to do music and continue pursuing biology. But I feel that I can pursue mm-hmm. biology and swim in a little bit better career. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have like a love or either activity um, any too much more anymore, which is kind of nice. Yeah. And what do you swim, by the way? Like, what are the kind of the relays that you do or individual events? What um, do you do for swim? Right now, um, right now I am currently a. 200 butterfly, 200 backstroke swimmer for club and 100 backstroke, 100 butterfly swimmer. And for high school, I mm-hmm. swim the 100 butterfly, 100 backstroke. Um, as for relays, I'm, um, I haven't had a very structured relays for most uh, of my swimming career, at least. So it's just yeah. been kind of, oh, you're here at this meet. Uh, I guess you're going to swim the relay today. <laughs> oh, you're like a solo guy. Bro, butterfly, <laughs> I always tell you this. Every time you tell me you swim butterfly, I am just like, I have the most utmost respect Cause I've been trying, I would do, I used to do, try to do butterfly, bro. And I look like an absolute idiot, like a straight idiot. So I have a ton of respect. And I know that you place yeah. like fourth or something in high school. So that's like obviously super good at, in our league. So yeah. I just want to commend you on that. I didn't really get Thank to tell you, you yeah. that. Like, and obviously the season being cutting short for oh, last yeah. year that I didn't really yeah. get to like see you as pl- or swim. Yeah. yeah like moving on to that from that do you have any like favorite band memories now that band oh wait before i preface that if you are listening <laughs> find the osos band trailer like what are we doing like that's so i feel so <laughs> bad if you kind of give me an insight yeah. of like how important that band trailer is to band before i go into like the band memory stuff oh yeah yeah um so we um we have about 200 kids in our band to kind of get that um, picture in your head. You have about 200 different students, all different grades, playing different instruments um, who need to find a way to transfer their instruments to and, fr- um, to and from these different places. So we travel to um, the junior high schools, our feeder junior high schools and perform there. Or we go out all the way, um, our farthest tournament so far within California at least has been in, um, where was it? Oh, Long Beach, California. We went all the way mm-hmm. up to Long Beach and um, we've gone up to Long Beach, we've gone all the way out to, we've gone to Utah with those. So imagine mm-hmm. trying to get 200 odd instruments to a different state entirely without this trailer that can house about a good 50% of the instruments that you need. Mm-hmm. So that's how, um, that's the best way I can describe it. Another way I think of it a little bit is, it's kind of like, you need a mask to go outside. We need this trailer to go anywhere. If we don't have this trailer, we can't leave our uh, band hall. So that's how mm-hmm. kind of important it is for us. Yeah. yeah, like going on from that, like do you have any favorite band memories that you would like to share? I mean, Friday Night Lights, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, Other yeah. like tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I have to say, I really, 
really enjoy um, doing marching band and just uh, the energy that we all kind of have as a group and just have together having um, it's more it's really fun to me it's just we're all very unified we're just having kind of just mm-hmm. playing our instruments just um, screwing around seeing um, just what kids yeah. think of if, I don't know if you ever seen this thing called um, trombone suicides and something our band has done it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of crazy, crazy. Maneuver that kids <laughs> have done, and it's really it's really cool looking and it's just mm-hmm. we're all just having fun we're kind of like in this mosh pit this collected section um as for tournaments mm-hmm. though it's really fun to just work together as a unit work together push together to have uh, this amazing piece out on the field with all these movements all these um different flourishes the color guard works so hard the percussion works so mm-hmm. hard all of the uh, all the different sections put in so many hours in this program and we um put into it for like seven minutes time at the end of the season and I think that's just kind of something something really beautiful. Yeah. So I have two questions, kind of. You, what instrument do you play, and what is your role in band? Because I know that you're one of those those upper tiers. I mean, moving all those like <laughs> multifaceted parts. I mean, I know Color Group kind of does their own thing, but like they're in it with band. Like, mm-hmm. how do you kind of manage that? Like, what is your kind of role as of now? Yeah. So. Um, Right now, I started out as the alto saxophone in my um, in the band program, and I actually started my music career from age six, seven-ish, I think, on the piano. Like, <laughs> I know a lot of my friends have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I started to move into student staff my sophomore year, and then, uh, which is a organization within the band that acts as the student leaders. So I got an eye mm-hmm. on the student leadership. I worked on a position called equipment crew, which is basically mm-hmm. we set up for the entire band, and which is about. 200 members so we're cleaning up after 200 plus kids um helping mm-hmm. set up for them make sure there's music stands ready there's um the right there's access to water um there's food mm-hmm. and drink um for certain events um and then i began to move up in the within that organization in the band and um i became the drum major um mm-hmm. which is basically the um head of the student staff positions and helps to um conduct the band during field shows um Mm -hmm. and will um help kind of organize a lot of the band and the rehearsals as well so um it means that i help to um, take care of color guard help make sure that um percussion is also running smoothly help with um the front ensemble and mostly help with the wind instruments so that's the trumpets the um, saxophones the tubas all those instruments that um uh are headed by their own section leaders i also head mm-hmm. those sections and make sure that their wow. their rehearsal runs smoothly they all understand everything we're all on the same page and we can work together as a conglomerate mm-hmm. unit wow. that's crazy tyler you be hella organized you gotta be hella organized for that one crazy yeah. 200 people oh my i could never <laughs> i really couldn't so like <laughs> moving on from that what is like, your favorite uh-huh. band memory or a couple of like you can share a couple of memories that you have of band yeah, um, I think probably one of my my favorite memory would be um, my first um, my first um, tournament as drum major, my first finals tournament. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just I think it was right yeah. before COVID hit, so that was nice. Our season's in um, <laughs> fall, so that was um, cool. We went yeah. to the uh, we went to I think uh, it's uh, Pasadena. We went to a stadium in Pasadena. That's where our finals are. It's this huge stadium that um, the bleachers about like, hi, they're so, they're so tall. There's so many people like crammed into those bleachers. Yeah. And um, it was just really awesome. Even um, I was conducting from the backfield my first year because my first year was drum major. And um, mm-hmm. it was just such a cool feeling, just like performing for like, I think 300 odd people and just seeing yeah. how our music like resonated, how we all felt together. 
Um, what was also yeah. favorite about my favorite part about that memory is um, we had a violinist that year, and mm. um, he was using an electronic system. But that electronic mm. system unfortunately like broke halfway through the performance, wow, so none of his crazy. solo was here. None of his solo was heard. But what what makes it really good for me is that he committed to every all of his visuals. Still, he committed to the playing. He never stopped. Mm -hmm. He didn't falter a single note. And I thought that was really mm -hmm. amazing. The whole entire band was like, all right, our music's on. We're just going to keep going. We know the counts. Mm -hmm. We know how to do this. And we just kept mm -hmm. going and we finished off the show. Uh, I think we raised our placement from the upper, um, the last year, which was nice. And I just felt really good and really proud of the group. Yeah. Super nice. Like just you describing kind of the general atmosphere is like kind of something that a lot of people who are like part like want to be kind of a part of that spotlight like really enjoy and that's like super nice to hear yeah. and yeah so moving kind of moving on from that like how is band being done now now that like we're online and all that stuff <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that's a question on everyone's minds too because uh -huh. um we're a little bit of a mess right now it's not like mm -hmm. it's not super bad like we're not completely disorganized but um our rehearsals have been cut down because we can't have like nightly zoom meetings that like kill everyone yeah. everyone's been through a whole day of zoom which is already yeah. super taxing and to put mm -hmm. these kids through another hour of that it's just doesn't seem fortunate so we yeah. keep our tuesday night rehearsal block we've been we started to incorporate some visuals um so we have our visual instruction coach um so he's kind of mm -hmm. physically training us right now making sure that um if we ever come back or when we come back um we'll be mm -hmm. physically fit enough to perform and keep marching and grow from there um, additionally, we've been just having music over Zoom, just kind of playing. Everyone's on mute. We can't hear each other, but um, mm -hmm. we can definitely at least um, be together, be um, unified as one and through a Zoom call. Um, and just mm -hmm. there's been other little bits that we've been going through, just trying to make sure that the freshmen get introduced to each other. We're working mm -hmm. on making sure that um, the staff um, within the organization is connected as well, so we at least know each other. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's a big struggle. Yeah, that must be super weird. Like, imagine being a freshman and coming into band and you not really having, like, the experience. Because yeah. I, I know the people in band during the summer put them through hell. Like, let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That's so yeah. interesting, like, how you guys, like, play still and all that. Because, like, I feel kind of disheartened that there is no, like, obviously there's no football game. So it's, like, it's kind of hard to actually like put your all into it and I'm glad that you guys are actually doing something because I feel like a lot of people will just like kind of just sit around and do nothing but I'm glad yeah. the band is still kind of going on so yeah. yeah so now how do you like general like generally like online school uh, I am What's not a fan on it <laughs> why not uh, yeah um it's just I um I like that face-to-face -face interaction. I like I like seeing like people in classes. I like to mm -hmm. like learn and actually like be able to see my teacher. <laughs> and um it's just mm -hmm. really not doing it for me. It's very um it's, I'm having a lot of technical difficulties cuz I have I have two other brothers who are doing online school too, so our Wi-Fi mm -hmm. is kind of like packed, it gets slow sometimes. Yeah. It's not very fortunate. Yeah. And then <laughs> I've had a, a lot of assignments just go missing because of the way I uploaded them. It's yeah. Just, it's super yeah. like yeah that's super annoying and we had kelp bc i got switched out of that period mm -hmm. and like that teacher is like <laughs> it's super nice well i like it well personally like in contrast to like your ideas i kind of like it because like i can kind of do my own things at my own pace because mm -hmm. usually i just put them at like two times yeah. speed i'm getting the notes <laughs> down and then like once i get it down 
I can easily start the homework and then just like yeah. kind of look over and glance over. While I was like in class, I feel like it, the process is definitely slowed. But I understand where you're coming from about like the face-to-face interaction. And like overall, does, has it really affected your academic performance, do you think? Or is it, is it like the same academic performance, just in a different style? You're a lot better in person, personally. I'm just really used to that um, school environment. So I think that's probably mm-hmm. what's like really shaking me up. But um, mm-hmm. the main class that I'm suffering in is actually um, the one you mentioned. It was uh, Calc <laughs> I'm not doing as hot as I thought I would be um, in Calc, uh-huh. at least. It, it could just be how the course is, and I'm just not used to, like, that um, intense level of math. But I personally think, like, a lot of my issues um, from Calc has been um, the way I've been uploading assignments. It cuts off some of my work. So I'm turning in, like, these half-finished assignments. You probably think mm-hmm. I'm a slacker from that. But... Yeah. Um, it's just been tech for me and then just uh it's I don't know I think it's been that and the pacing I'm really bad at pacing myself so Mm -hmm. at that I like how you said that because I had that exact same problem I think every other subject for me except for math Mm -hmm. is like a good thing to do like outside of like class but math Mm -hmm. in person is like so much better it's like a more clarified like way of thinking and you like I mean we can't ask questions but we can ask questions but it's super like, I mean, it's kind of awkward, but I'm totally okay with yeah. it, but it's just so weird. Like, I don't know why math specifically yeah. is super weird. And I think it's, like, also been the way we've been taught. Like, math has always been taught a specific way. And, like, yeah. I feel like in this class specifically, we're shown, like, two examples, and then we're expected to be able to, like, interpret many different types of examples, whereas, like, we're usually given, yeah. like, many types of different examples, and we only have to do, like, yeah. two or three. So I think yeah. that's like kind of like the thing. And I mean, you've seen people being dropping out of the class. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's super interesting. Yeah. But yeah. And I was just wondering like, yeah, the way you kind of are handling it. And you also have a brother. And can I just say that you and your brother, you're the brother that's in high school. He's a sophomore. Yeah. Right. This year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys look exactly the same. Like, yeah. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, how is your No, we've been getting brother, that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> how is your brother doing? Because, like, I I know you mentioned that, like, he, or you texted me and you said you were helping your brother out. So, like, how's it been like for him? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> when I texted you, I was helping my brother. I was actually helping my youngest brother. But, um, like, it's really rough for him right now. He's in um, second grade. And mm-hmm. if you can remember back, um, back in elementary school, you really need that teacher's engagement. And I really feel like it's rough on Zoom. Like these kids are really? all kind of like, they don't, they don't get to interact with each other. They don't get to build socially that way. Uh-huh. And they don't get to interact with their teacher and really like be just kind of more curious. Like they have to sit there, put up a little question card and be like, hey, I have a question. So I think <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot easier in person for them. Yeah. yeah, that's like a super like thing that's kind of ignored. And you're, you've been the first one to like actually talk about like, or to, for me personally, like, I know that you have a younger brother that, like, has talked about that. Because, like, at first, like, when going into it, I was like, oh, like, the younger kids in elementary, like, that would be super cool. Like, I'm literally a five-year-old or, like, a however old, seven now, probably. That yeah. I'm just, like, chilling at home, free time. <laughs> and it's kind of hard because yeah. I know both your parents work. And I know you have your grandparents. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, for other people that it's, it's super hard to, like, actually manage your kids. And then they'll have so much energy. Where is that energy going towards? Because there's not really any sports going on. Like, yeah. It's super hard to like do all this type of stuff. 
So I never really ex- mm-hmm. like thought about it because I mean, we're on our way out. We're pretty much yeah. 17, 18 year olds. So yeah, yeah, that's a really like interesting dynamic. And I'm like glad that yeah. you're helping obviously as a yeah. buddy, but <laughs> it's super interesting. You remember how we met? I just wanted to ask that. <laughs> uh, I think I just like, uh, I think I just met you in, like it was English too, I think, uh, honors mm-hmm. freshman, uh, sophomore year, not freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, I, I don't know, I think you met like one of the kids I knew before and then like you kind of mm-hmm. knew them from that. I couldn't remember. I think it was yeah. like uh, Jacob or. Yeah. So like pretty much like I had known Jacob and stuff, but then yeah. I kind of was, uh, we had like a presentation or something, and I, one yeah. of my friends, Evan, you know him, he, he was gone yeah. that day. He was doing like some driver yeah. thing, and I'm like, oh, like I don't have a partner. Like I, that's my only yeah. friend. So then that was like a class that I really branched out and started talking to a lot of like newer people because a lot of my mm-hmm. friend groups are not in like APs and stuff. So it's like hard for me to find friends, I guess. Well, not yeah. hard, but I approached you. I was like, do you want to yeah. do this presentation together? And then, or like this paragraph right and I knew yeah. you you were one of the best if not the best <laughs> writers yeah. so I was like oh like this guy I gotta get steal some steal some intelligence <laughs> and I mean I know you want to like go into bio and all that but like your writing is like superb I'm like just wanted to compliment <laughs> you on you. that but then yeah <laughs> and then like we did it and then you re- like you read it because I was like I was kind of like like oh like I don't really know what's going on and you like you took it you took like the initiative and you wrote it and it was pretty good or pretty good, really good. What am I saying? And then Miss, oh, I'm not allowed to say the name. The teacher <laughs> complimented you. Was like, wow, that was super, super good. And like before, she had said that I remember it so visibly that that morning, she had said like, oh, Tyler, are you playing on your phone? Because you used to always play on your phone on that in that class. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, no. <laughs> And then she's like, well, don't. And then you like, you came in and just like, it was like the most baller thing. Just like, you read the English and it was like, everyone was amazed, obviously. And she's just like, and then from then on, you, you could play on your phone the whole day. The whole day so <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to like recount on that story kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, for specifically for last year, how is kind of like the workload for you? Because I don't know what type of courses you were taking, but I just wanted to know, like, what kind of workload you had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for, like, a quick recap, uh, uh, kind of, like, recap what courses I took, I was taking AP, um, AP Bio, AP Physics, AP um, U.S. History, and AP Psychology, as well as Honors Pre-Calc and then French 3. So finishing out mm-hmm. the foreign language requirements. So that, um, that class was mm-hmm. pretty... Um, Pretty easy, moderate. Um, free calc wasn't <laughs> mm-hmm. too bad, I think. I kind of got used mm-hmm. to math by that point. But I think I yeah. really kind of struggled with um, psychology a little bit. It was very, um, it was hard to grasp at first because it was a new field. I never studied a social science before. So mm-hmm. that was um, very interesting. But uh, it actually kind of um, opened my eyes to a little bit of different kind of realizing I really like psychology as well. And I may, mm-hmm. I may even look into that um, as a major, possibly see if I want to do mm-hmm. that. I'm looking to go into liberal arts colleges. So it might be a good mm-hmm. avenue to go through that way. So, yeah. but otherwise I felt like I, I didn't feel too bogged down. I felt a little bit of a slump at the beginning, but that happens mm-hmm. most years, I think. And then just kind of getting yeah. used to it and gearing up. Well, you take, you took AP physics. Oh, did I say physics? I'm so sorry. I meant psychology. 
Uh, I was about to say, because I was like, oh, if you had done AP Physics, we could have done a lot of the projects together. Because I was like, oh, kind of no, like, I at was, the beginning, I, I didn't really know. <laughs> yeah, no, I took, yeah. I'm taking physics this year, so, sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Wait, how is the physics class this year? Because a lot of it's, like, projects, and the teacher is super interactive, so I don't know, like, how it is, but could you, like, kind of go into the, how that class is working? Because I was wondering, but <laughs> I didn't really know anyone who's taking it right now. Yeah. Um, it's really kind of chill right now. We're not doing a lot. He's having trouble figuring out technology too. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember yesterday, like all the assignments became closed suddenly. You couldn't access any of them. So it was, uh -huh. it was fun for that. It was a mess, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I think it's, it seems very slow. It's very easy to grasp now. Uh, it could just be mm. because, um, we're doing one dimensional motion and, um, yeah. we're moving into two directional motion and that's pretty simple yeah. concepts, I think. But, yeah. um, it doesn't seem very like we're um, we're suffering from the interactivity. Again, I haven't. I don't know how the course is supposed to go. I don't know how they usually yeah. have it, but I seem to kind of understand everything so far. Mm -hmm. That's nice to hear because I really like I really like physics. I mean, I wasn't. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say I did too good. I got a four on the AP test, which isn't bad. Oh, that's really like, good still, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was just saying that like it's kind of hard for kind of those classes to mm -hmm. be like and like band that it's hard to be out of person because like when you're building projects and all that stuff because I know there's usually a mousetrap car or like a launcher type project so I was just wondering yeah. if you guys had those or not uh, not that I've been told yet so yeah <laughs> we'll see like, yeah I just wondering yeah yeah but I mean you mentioned COVID we were talking about COVID earlier do you have any like hobbies outside of swim that you've been doing kind of in the free time yeah <laughs> um What's, um, what's really weird is uh, when I was younger, I did a lot of origami, um, like around third grade-ish. I did a lot of origami, and mm -hmm. I kind of picked that up a little bit again, started um, folding a couple of different things, um, having uh, fun with that. Um, one of the mm -hmm. other weird hobbies I kind of picked up, we were cleaning out our garage and doing a lot of cleaning um, because we were actually home for once. Our family's not usually mm -hmm. home at our house because we're <laughs> running yeah. around doing a lot of other things. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. uh, but um, we were cleaning out, and we found my, my dad's little clarinet, and I actually picked up the clarinet, and uh began to learn how to play that learn how to um, uh, <laughs> play that so that was really fun yeah so now you know piano saxophone and clarinet this guy's getting too yeah. powerful we gotta stop him we gotta stop him <laughs> origami that's origami that's super super interesting like what do you i always like was so perplexed on how it you can make such like beautiful shapes <laughs> or i mean for me personally when i'm folding these pieces of paper it ain't looking too beautiful but <laughs> like how like, what do you find so interesting about origami? Um, it's just um, just changing stuff. I really like to craft kind of stuff, like those um, random DIY projects that are completely useless, but it's kind of fun to make. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. I've been interested in those for a long time, but it's uh, like just a process of making stuff in, um, out of just this flat square piece of paper. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. If you're bored, I um, use Twiddle, kind of make this little crane or something out of a post-it note. Mm -hmm. I just kind mm -hmm. of find that fun. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just really um, interesting to see, like, what else you can make from this one, like, blank piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Kind of, I don't know, have you, wait, have you seen that, like, that video? I think it's on Wired or something, where, like, mm. he's, like, like, a master origami person. I don't know if you've seen that <laughs> or not, but I just want to, if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. It's so interesting to me. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen you travel a lot. I mean, we can't travel anymore, but would you like to run yeah. on any, like, your favorite or past travel experiences? 
Yeah. Um, so I, um, the, usually um, my family kind of goes to, likes to go to places that we have some kind of tie to. Um, so mm-hmm. we go to Colorado during spring break usually, and that's when we'll kind of go skiing, go, um, go have some actual time in the snow instead of being in sunny <laughs> California all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, also uh, I went to, um, the last time I was able to travel, which I think was like last summer going into junior year, summer um i was able to go up to portland oregon and check out a college i wanted mm-hmm. to um maybe yeah apply to. I, I saw that <laughs> yeah. i saw your little brother you posted a snap of your little brother <laughs> little brother was like obviously very cute i was like oh portland oregon oh for real but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um what do you think because you're a very successful academic person what do you think makes you so successful academically um i think it's <laughs> Well, weirdly enough, which is probably not a good thing, I put a lot of pressure on myself and just mm-hmm. uh, kind of put in some mental turmoil, which is not necessarily healthy, not probably the key to academic success. So that's not something we should do. But um, <laughs> uh-huh. I, um, I think one of the things too is I also like really manage my time. I sometimes manage it too well where I'll be doing, I'll be freaking out about an assignment that I'll have due within two weeks and I want to get it done mm-hmm. on Monday. And if I didn't get it done on Monday, I'm like slapping myself on the wrist in my head. Just like, uh-huh. why didn't I do it then? Or um, just kind of um, thinking I'm not managing my time sometimes when I'm actually managing it fine. And I should really retroactively like look back and be like, oh, I can chilled out. And I don't know, gone <laughs> to um, this activity for that day. But yeah. yeah. That's super interesting. But I think like that, like the right amount of pressure. I don't know if you feel like you're putting too much pressure. But I mean, you know what they say, pressure breeds diamonds, bro. So <laughs> I mean, it clearly came out. And yeah. yeah, I was just wondering, because I've been asking a lot of that to a lot of like the guests that we've been bringing on. And it's like mm-hmm. kind of interesting to see like the what people think actually makes them like super academically successful. So yeah, I was just wondering that. Yeah. But yeah, moving on kind of from that and wrapping it up, because <laughs> I don't know if you have anything yeah. to do or not but today, but we have a segment here called Too Hot Trivia Questions. You know the vibes, <laughs> Tyler. Oh my gosh. Uh, let me just preface by saying Ronnie, our second guest, has the highest at nine. No pressure. Ooh. I just wanted to – I always like to put it out there to see if anyone <laughs> has the fire, you know. Anyone has the yeah. fire. <laughs> the, uh, you have like a minute and 30 seconds on the clock starting now. What chess piece can jump over other pieces? Night. The individual created, what individual created the Enigma machine? The sorry, what? What individual created the Enigma machine? Enigma machine, uh, MC Escher? I don't know, pass. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote the Harry Potter books? J.K. Rowling. The ancient Chinese concept of creating a harmonious design which is created to introduce a balance between human and their environment is called what? Oh my gosh. Well, how many bones are there in a human body? 208. Wrong. What is, it, what is the capital of Poland? Oh, Denmark. <laughs> what is the bloodiest war in American civil, in the American Civil War? An American Civil War? Uh, mm-hmm. the, one of the massacres. Indian massacre. <laughs> Indian American. <laughs> the Great Gatsby oh, is written by what author? Oh, uh, Fitzgerald, Scott Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. or the, yeah. uh, the, 
Oh shit, I fucked up. The letters NA stands for what on the periodic table? Sodium. Uh, how many points are is a touchdown worth? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. What no. musical actress is known for her song "Big Girls Don't Cry"? Man, I hate myself. Uh, pass. <laughs> how many days are in a leap year? Two hundred fifty-four. Incorrect, Tyler. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That feng shui one got me. How did you know that? What the hell? Uh, nah, I one, don't know. Two, Cultural three. connection? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. I like low key choked, so I gave you a connection <laughs> question. All right. <laughs> Six. And you got seven, Tyler. Woo! Hey, not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was one about uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the musical term that indicates a chord where notes are played one after another rather than all together. I skipped that one for you. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, don't know that one, but <laughs> yeah, it was arpeggio. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah. I didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, we can kind of wrap it up there. I mean. That's pretty much it. Thanks for ha- thanks All for right. coming on. Yeah, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And if like you have like anything else coming up like going on, I mean, make sure to hit me up. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice yeah. kind of catching up with you. Super nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. I mean, have a good I mean, yeah. If that's all that you have to say, like have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. All right, later.